Man, that intro never gets old. I love that tune. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Taj and Bruce We're podcast. Back. We're back. And we are covering the most anticipated, well, I should say up to now, the most anticipated, obviously, the biggest fight of the, the year. year. So yeah. The heavyweights? Did somebody say heavyweights? We got Francis Nugano taking on Cyril Gaon. Jesus. Where do we start? I mean, where do we start? One's undefeated. The other guy put one, arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. Is definitely the greatest put him in a body heavyweight. Bag. Put him in a body bag. Yeah, just murdered him. Just pieced him up. Literally an assassin killer. He, he puts everybody in a the body they, bag. They were training partners at one point in time. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like the narrative for this fight. It's you huge. You can't beat it. You have the controversy coming out behind the switching of the training camps. They used to both be trained by Fernando Lopez. He was training Nugano. Some stuff happened behind the scenes. They trained. His coach left him for his friend. Yep. They left the training camps, and now they're about to fight. And Ganu said he doesn't really have bad blood against Gan. It's more so the, the coach. The, the coach, yeah. There was a lot of controversy. It seems like, from, I don't know if this is true or not, People are speculating that the coach, Fernando Lopez, is trying to get himself in the spotlight by being the guy that's driving this wedge between Cyril He's a Gan snake in the glass. and Nugano. That, that would be the play. We, we've seen this sometimes, you know, where coaches want to get in the spotlight for themselves. That could be going on. Cannot. Who, who knows? But we're here. We're here. We're going to find out who is the, better, the baddest man on the planet. And What do you think? This is a tough one. It it, it really this is. is. Like Ngannou's, he they're both really humble. I don't know if it's the accent. <laughs> I think it's the both, accent. They sound so. Hello, my name is Francis Ngannou. Exactly. I want to take you out to like, eat. Like if you've seen them argue at the press conference, like <laughs> it was just the most humble argument ever. <laughs> it was so strange because they both knock people the out just clean. Like I still remember after he knocked. Out, Alistair Overeem made his oh back God. of his head touch his ass, guys, and then in the post fight, he was like, "That was a good fight." He was here too. Like, like he did not just murder a man in the middle of the octagon. He was playing robots in real life with Overeem. Oh, with God. his chin. That's what happened. Oh God, that was um, devastating. Stylistically, devastating. though, you, you have a, a brute. You have a an immovable object. Right, in in Ganu, yes, hundred yes. You, he he can to- toss one punch out and knock you out. Versus Gan, who is undefeated, who runs around the cage like a damn middleweight on crack, <laughs> and he's over two hundred pounds. That's just a scary recipe. Two hundred and sixty-five pounds throwing jabs that I literally did not even see when he's fighting Derek Lewis and he was throwing jabs. I didn't even see him. Yep. It just looked like he was. Fainting, but they were not faints. They were jabs. He was connecting with those. And it's just, he's undefeated. He's He looks like he has all the tools. It looks like this is the next hybrid of heavyweight fighters. He's a hybrid for sure. And if you want to beat Nugano, you choose someone like Sirogan. Yeah. You choose someone who has fight IQ at maxed out stats, if this is an RPG, who has footwork like Dominic Cruz. Yes. And who has the IQ intelligence of just everything you want in the more complete fighter. And 
it's just tough to call because Nugano, he's, he's only had two fights in the last couple of years. Two fights in the last uh, two years. And Gaz had what, like three last year? He's had two last year. He's the interim champion. He has less ring rust because yeah. he, yeah, he just fought a few months ago. So he's definitely going to be uh, the favorite. And he is on uh, DraftKings. Slight, slight, slight favorite. favorite. He was like a minus so. 150, something like that. It um, is just insane that we got here. When we saw Francis Nugano come to the UFC, we were like, man, it's only a matter of time before he gets the championship. Yeah. And now on his first defense, we're calling him out. I'm just saying now, I just got done watching the press conference, and you can just tell the body language with Nugano was not good. A little timid. Yes. Um, Gone. He's he's looking he's looking comfortable. He's he he knows. I mean, they all, all fighters know that you know they're gonna they're they're the best in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, he just looks he looks composed. He looked like he wasn't letting the pressure. And that's scary. Yeah, when you have someone that's about to fight somebody to the death, and they're just like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? How's your day going?" It's like, bro, you you have to fight Nugano tomorrow. I would be shitting bricks. <laughs> I would be filing my last will and testament, putting everything into my trust, calling my lawyer, getting that submitted to the court system. <laughs> it's gonna be fireworks. Sounds like it's, it's gonna be a great. Oh, I'm excited. God. I'm I'm excited. I truly am. Um, what about the co-main? Uh, before oh man, before the co-main, I have to get my official prediction on the main Do event. It. I have gone one in this. I see it's as a 60-40 split. This fight, we all know, is only going to go one of two ways. Either Gan is going to beat Francis Nugano by decision. Um, he's going gonna, it's gonna, he's gonna to weather the storm. He may get clipped in the first or second round. And then he, I believe he's going to pick it up in the third, fourth, or fifth. We've seen Nugano gas uh, against Stipe. He gets frustrated when he can't land those bombs. But I do believe uh, uh, Gan is going to take it by decision. If that does not happen... Gon gets flatlined. Let's be serious. He gets flatlined like everybody else he's ever faced in that ring. And then we all look at each other like, yeah, yeah, we kind of knew that was going to happen. So that is my official prediction for tomorrow's UFC 270 main event. I'm going to have to agree with that. I think Gon takes it in the... I don't think it's going to be a decision. Ooh. I, I, I don't... Spicy. I think he could potentially submit him. Submit him? In the third? I don't know. He's going to keep him out. Yeah. He's going to toss him over the kicks. Oh, He's going to be doing that, right? Those hurt my knees. He's going to do flying knees. Who the hell? I mean, what else is he going to do? Why some not? Backflips? He's going to do some, some spinning back fists and some He's, spinning back elbows. I definitely see those So coming. then Nganu is going to become hesitant. And then, like you said, he's going to gas. He's going to give his back. And I think he potentially can get submitted. I'm I'm gonna go off on a limb here and say he gets submitted in the third. Uh, spicy, hey man, I I appreciate the pick. It can definitely happen, but that just says something that we're both picking Ghana when we both see something in him, and he might just be the next heavyweight. He's champion. a more complete fighter. Yes, he is, hundred percent, no doubt about all it. All the tools, all the tools. And I'm gonna be excited if he fights John Jones next. But that's for another podcast. Yeah, that's I'm, for another I'm not podcast. gonna hold my breath, honestly. <laughs> it's John Jones. Oh, so we went all the way north to the biggest heavyweight fighters on the planet, and now we're about to go all the way south to the smallest guys in the division. That is the flyweights at 125 pounds. 
we have the champion Brandon Moreno coming up against Davison Figueredo. What a we have the 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 the, the, the hero <laughs> versus the anti-hero <laughs> in terms of like looks. Like he just looks like uh, he he had a grill. Oh god, on, I didn't the, even see that in the press conference. <laughs> Figueredo did. Stop. He had dark Stop. glasses, wearing glasses inside. He had the Eminem haircut. Those dyed. He just, he looks, he looks like the villain. He, he, he is. I'm not saying he's the villain. I mean, he's, he's probably a genuine guy, but I mean, he Brandon did. Moreno is always smiling. You know, he's got the, uh, the Funkos. He's yeah. a nerd. He's making part noises in the press conference. They call him the baby assassin. He's. Oh my God! He, he his can story. Box. He can box. He got cut from the UFC after he lost a few fights, and then he came back, and now he's the champ. How can you not root for this guy? Yeah. His home country put uh, painted a mural of him on the wall. Yep. Uh, it, it's just one of those feel good stories. And then you do have the villain and Davidson Figueroa. I think he's playing it well. He has a little red streak in his hair that makes him look like Kratos from God of War. And he just—it's uh, it, gonna be an interest. It's gonna be a chess match for sure. This is gonna be a good. It's trilogy. gonna be a chess good match. I—I I mean, they—they—they're both. Brandon Moreno is a slight favorite in terms of like boxing. Yes. Right. The stand-up. Oh, yeah. He—he um, just improved so much in that second fight. That first fight, you can tell oh he God. really know he was getting into. That second fight, he dismantled yes, him. Yes. Yes. He's like, yes, oh, oh, okay. Yes. I've Choked seen this out. before. Choked him out. He's seen this before. And then the first fight, they just boxed. They just boxed. Second fight, choked him out. They boxed, and then he choked him out. And Davison had no answer. Davison's a... He's bigger. He's, he's a bully. He's mean. He fights like a bully. He and can definitely fight. He's one of those people who are good at being the hammer, but they cannot be the nail. Yep. And you really do see that from Davison Figueredo. He did show a little bit more discipline. He's had some issues with the weight cutting. But this time he came in at 124, which is, I was very surprised. It looked like he took it a little bit more serious, but Brandon is just in his zone right now, smiling, laughing, making jokes. And my official prediction, I do have Brandon Moreno. Taking it. Got him taking it. I got him finishing it again. Submission? Uh, I'm going to say submission. I don't think he's going to knock him out. He could, if it is, it's going to be a TKO. But I think he gets it done in three or less rounds. I'm going to say... I'm gonna have to agree with that too. Probably the third, he he might clip him, um, maybe like an uppercut or something, and get him out or, of there. Yeah, Moreno. get him out, um, and then get get him out of there. Woo! So, first UFC event of the year, 270. Just get dialed into it. First ESPN first pay per view, it, and it's a big one. They're serving us up. They're serving us up this one really good, really well, and I'm just excited for it for the first one in 2022. If that's not enough, everyone, do us one quick favor. If you really like our show, give us some feedback. Add us at Taj and Bruce on Instagram and Twitch. We really do appreciate the love. Hit that follow. And we will be back again next week with our predictions. No, not with our predictions, the results and our predictions for the next main event as well. So sit back, stay tuned, chime in, and we will see you again soon. See ya. Peace.